Yeah, let's go. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for joining us here at Word of Life. We know you could be anywhere on this Sunday afternoon, but you chose to be in the house of God, and so you chose the right place to be. Amen. You chose the right place to be. Um, repeat after me. Say, I am somebody. I am a warrior. Not a worrier, but a warrior. Therefore, I am victorious. And that's because I am a child of God. How many believe that today? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Kiddos are dismissed. Amen. Amen. We just got off our series, Pray More. Amen. How many took that serious? How many, how many, how many added some time in the, in the agenda and the schedule? God gives us 24 hours. How much do you give him back? Amen. If you don't give him any of it back, he's probably thinking, well, fine, they ain't giving me any of the 24. And they don't need all 24. Uh, so make some time for God. Make some time for God. Today we begin a new sermon series, um, Love More, Love More, Amen, Love More, and so um, I actually forgot about the love sweaters I made and love shirts, and so um, on this month, they'll be 30% off, uh, so if you want to grab a shirt or grab, I don't know if there's many hoodies left. Um, but you can, there's only a couple left, Libby says. Um, so yeah, 30% off every, every, everything that is this love, 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 love. It says no God, no love. No God, no love. Amen. And so there's a difference in, in, in between, in between, uh, the love that the, the world teaches and, and there's a difference between the godly love of, of God, and it's an unconditional love, amen? And so anyways, um, uh, we think we have love, but it's not love. And so no love, uh, no God, no love, no God, no love. All right, we begin our sermon series, Love More. Love More. Don't raise your hands. Don't raise your hands, but how many of you know, how many of you know how to love? I'm, amen. Or how many of you are searching for true love? How many know how to love or, or how many are searching for the meaning of love? How many with me today? Jude, verse 2 says, Mercy, peace, and love what? Be multiplied to you. Love more. Love more. My hope is that 
through this series, you will find love in a whole new way. Amen? You will find love in a whole new way. You will love as God loves and have a love for God over everything else. We, we use that word love lightly sometimes. We throw it around. I love to eat. Yeah, do you love to eat? Well, maybe we do love to eat, though. Um, but before you can have a true love for God, y'all, before you can have a true love for people, you need to have a love for yourself. Can I say that? Look to your neighbor and say, you need to love yourself. God, see, some of y'all are scared. Don't, don't be scared. Look to your neighbor and say, look to the other neighbor then. Because some of y'all are afraid. To go, look to the other neighbor and say, you need to love yourself. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking about loving yourself and only caring about yourself. I, that, that, that's not what I'm saying here. There, there's too many people who already do that, right? There's too many people that, uh, me, 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 me. I'm not talking about that, okay? I, I'm talking about a healthy love. I'm talking about a real love. I'm talking about a genuine love. You need to love yourself. Because some of us are in a place where we hate who we are. Some of us, we look to this device to tell us who we are. And so today, I'm going to talk to some people here or in the metaverse, whatever they want to call it, the universe, TV land, all right? I'm, I'm talking to some people because some of us, we, we, we don't love ourselves because we sit here and we compare ourselves to what we see on Instagram and what we see on Facebook and what we see. And so we, we, we try to compare ourselves to these other people who, once that picture is shot, guess what? They're as miserable as the next person. They just got a better makeup person to. Yeah. Some of you today don't feel like you're loved or have any worth. So we're going to speak to that today. Amen. Come on, we're going to speak to that today. Amen. We're, we're, we're going to come against that today in the name of Jesus. Amen. For whatever reason you feel the way you do, maybe you have unforgiveness in your heart, toward yourself, right? For all the decisions, I like to say, for all the knuckleheaded things we've done, for all the wrong things we've done, right? And don't raise your hands. How many of us made some mistakes? Man. <laughs> I said, don't raise your hand. Come on, some of us, man, if you sat there and you're like, okay, let's go through it. Oh, I got a long list of stuff that I made some mistakes. And I thought I was a good person. Come on, somebody. Maybe, maybe you have that. Maybe it's because you truly felt like a nobody, though, growing up. Maybe, maybe, maybe you were told you're, you're a good for nothing, and now you feel like you're a good for nothing. 
Maybe you've felt to be small, and, and, and maybe you're in your family, there was too many of you, and so you didn't get the attention that you needed. Come on, somebody. And, and so maybe you're truly saying, what is love? How do I love more? How, how do I even love? What is even love? How many of you know what I'm saying? We're going to speak to that today in the name of Jesus. Today's sermon is love yourself. Love yourself. Love yourself. Turn with me to Romans chapter 5, verse 8. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. It says, but God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God demonstrates his own what? Love. Listen, no matter what life looks like, I need you to know one thing. And that's regardless if you're not feeling loved, regardless if you're not happy with your life, regardless if you don't feel beautiful anymore, come on somebody, regardless if you made a lot of mistakes, regardless if you feel unaccomplished, everybody's trying to be somebody today. That's, that's why there's so many YouTube channels. Hey guys, well, I'm, I'm like, what? Who are you, kid? Regardless if you feel unaccomplished, regardless if you feel alone, regardless of all the lies the enemy has told you over the years, I need you to know that you are loved. Amen? You are loved. Well, nobody ever showed me. Nobody ever told me, right? How many of us heard those words growing up? You might have not have heard those words. And so now it's hard for you to express that to somebody else because I don't know how to love because nobody ever taught me love. Nobody ever said, I love you. There's a man who was moving out of his house because he could no longer afford the payments. And having to move into a small apartment, he knew he didn't have room in his new place to take all the stuff that he had accumulated over the years. How I many you know what I'm saying? And so he decided to have an appraiser come to his house. And so he had this appraiser come to his house and he's like, I need you to look at some of my most precious uh, pieces hoping that they would have some value in what they would be worth because he was in a financial pinch. And he had all types of autographed items and collectibles. He was sure these items were worth some stuff. People's signatures would get him some big money. And the appraiser comes to his house and he looks at the pieces, and then he lets them know these items are just worth a couple hundred dollars. And people actually need to be looking for these certain players for me to sell them. Like, I'm sorry. 
The man lowers his head in defeat. And when the appraiser suddenly notices a painting behind a small box leaning against the wall in the corner, he asked the man, what is this here? And he said, oh, that's just an old painting that's been passed on from generation to generation in our family. I've never liked the old thing. I thought it was ugly, to tell you the truth. I never put it up. The appraiser dropped his jaw and said, son, do you know how much that painting's worth? No, said the man. I didn't think it was worth anything. I didn't think it had any value at all. To which the appraiser replied, sir, that's a $10 million painting at the very least. Listen, do not let this world, do not let social media or your past determine your worth. This man thought he had nothing because he didn't understand the worth of the painting that he had right in his house. Nobody knows how much you're worth except your creator. Others might see old. Others might see useless. Others might not see you at all. But God sees you. Amen? God sees you. And he didn't create you to be a nobody. He created you with a purpose. He created you with good reason. Today, it's time to stop listening to the lies of the enemy. It's time for us to stop listening to the lies of the enemy, y'all. And you say, well, the devil's not telling me anything. Yeah, but you're getting it from here. And here's telling you you're ugly. And, and then they're telling you, well, we're not doing anything. And then you see them and they went to somewhere and you're like, wait, I thought they just told me they weren't doing anything. Come on, somebody. And, 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 and so, and so we, we're trying to look and find. And you are somebody. Stop feeling like you're a nobody. Stop trying to figure out who you are. and You're a child of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You are somebody. You are loved. You know... You know what appraisers or pawn shops look for when you have an item? They want to know if it's real, right? If it's authentic. They want to know that, that it, is, it, is it rare? Is it, they want to know, uh, uh, will others pay for it, right? Mark, when you go into the houses and it's, you're looking to see what is the value when they, when they say, you know, go ahead and junk this. And you say, well, man, I could probably do something with that. You want me? To, yeah, I'll junk it for you. Right? You, you, you see what's of worth before you just junk it. You see what's of worth. It, what has value. That's what they look for. What's real. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. Go there. Genesis 1, 27. I know nobody here has a problem with loving themselves, but I'm talking to the outside world there. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created a male and female. He created them. God 
God created man in his own image. And then Genesis 2, 7 says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. You and I are as real as it gets. You and I are real. <laughs> We're all authentic. Listen, can you touch your neighbor? You're real. Okay? And so what do they look for? They look for if you're real. They look for, if it, is this a real piece? You're a real piece. You're a one of a kind. Look to your neighbor and say, you're a one of a kind. Woo-woo! Woo-woo! You're a one of a kind. Ain't nobody like you. Listen, God took the time to create you because he loves you. And guess what? You are the real thing. You and I are authentic. We're as real as it gets, baby. No matter how close you and a loved one look alike, there is not and will not be another you. I don't care how close you look to your sister or your brother or I look like my dad or I look like my mom. It doesn't matter. You're not identical. You might look alike, but there's going to be some differences. There's only one you. You are somebody. Come on. There's somebody that I'm talking to. You're feeling like you're not loved. You're feeling like nobody cares. You're feeling like you're alone. I'm here to tell you, you are loved. And there's a God who cares. And he made you, created you. Stop allowing the enemy to fill you with lies and tell you you're a nobody. There will never be another you. Just ask anybody who, who, who lost somebody. Ask anybody who lost a loved one. They, that loved one, there's nobody like them. They, they can't be replaced. I'm sorry, but there will never be another person like my father. They, 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 there's, I, I, I can't. Let me understand what I'm saying. There's only one you. There's only one you. You mean something to somebody. You mean everything to God. You are valued. You are of worth. You are loved. Maybe you didn't hear those words growing up. Maybe, maybe you still don't hear those words now. Like growing up, I didn't hear him. I don't hear, hear my husband telling me now. That he... But I want you to know today that you are loved. Regardless of he or she's telling you, you are loved. You are loved. And when it comes down to how much you're worth, how much would somebody pay for you? Check this out, John 3.16. Yeah. How much am I worth? How much would somebody pay for me? It says, for God so loved the world that he gave. His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He gave His Son for what? To die on the cross for you and I. That's how much somebody loves us. Right here. This much. That much. That much. Jesus loves you that much. 
So stop beating yourself up about the past, about things I've done. I don't, I'm never going to be, you know, good enough. I'm never going to be, I, you know how much I've done, Pastor? And what? And what? So you're going to just disqualify yourself from being loved because of the knucklehead? We've all done it. We've all done dumb stuff. Stop allowing the enemy to define who you are today. I need you to love yourself. You need to love yourself the way God loves you. The way God loves you. Okay? I know some of us think we've done it so much. There's no way we don't deserve another chance. Let God make that call, not you. Look what the Bible even says he does with our sins. Micah, Micah 7, 19. It says, he will again have compassion on us. He will what? Again, because, man, you guys are knuckleheads. He's got to continually, again. Oh, there she goes again. There he goes again. Right? He said, he will... Again, have compassion on us and will subdue our iniquities. You will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. Come on, somebody. We have a compassionate God who grabs our past sins and throws them into the depths of the sea. That's a good God. Thank you, God. Here's the problem, though. Someone say, but. But us. We put our swimming trunks on. We dive into that deep sea. And we go get them sins, pick them right back up. We're like, this is who I am. I need to go get my sins. Let me understand what I'm saying. We continue to beat ourselves up. And God said, I'm trying to move you past that. I'm trying to show you love. Why are you still messing with those things? I'm trying to move you forward. Why are you still looking back? Help me with me. See, because we can't, we, we can't, we can't. Praise God like this. I've done so much. I'm such a bad person. Well, then that's, that's, that's what you're going to be there. Because if that's what's stuck in your head, you got to know you are loved. You got to know you are somebody. You got to know the price, the value of who you are. God died for you, cares for you, loves you. So you don't have to live in that anymore. Release it. Love yourself. John 1 John 3:1. 1 John 3:1. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of what? Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know Him. You and I might not belong to any of these so called cool groups out here, okay? But guess what? We are accepted. We're accepted by the only thing that should matter to us. 
I know, but Friday's coming. I want to hang with the girls, and I'm, or, or man, the boys don't hang out with me. Uh, they don't call me to, to do these type of things with them anymore, and I kind of feel left out. The only thing you should be worried about is being called a child of God. Thank you, Jesus. There ain't no better group to be a part of. Ain't no better group to be a part of than to be called a child of God, a Christian. He calls us his children. That's the, only, that's the only family and acceptance I will ever need. Amen? The second part of this verse says, Therefore, the world does not know us. Listen, stop listening to people that don't even know who God is. They don't know us because they don't know him. And so some of you are exed out of your family barbecues because you don't believe the same way they believe and you don't do the same thing they do and you don't talk how they talk and you don't, it's okay. But I want to get invited to the barbecue. Stop listening to people that don't even know who God is. If they don't even have a relationship with God, how can they tell you what you're worth? Come on, somebody. How can somebody tell you your worth when they don't even have a relationship with the Father themselves? Yet we allow these phones and we allow people to dictate who we should be and who we are and what's our worth. He's the only one that paid the price for you. He's the one who created you. So don't allow the others to speak into your lives unless it's positive. Amen? Listen, unless you're going to tell me something positive, ah, no thank you. I don't need to hear it. I don't need to hear it. If you ain't going to speak positive into my life, no thank you. John 15, 9. Coming to a close, y'all. I'm going to talk about loving more, but I needed you to know today, first, you need to love yourself. Stop beating yourself up. It's okay. You made mistakes, okay. You failed your kids, okay, now what? Don't fail them again. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. That's it right there. The only love you need is the love of Jesus. Pastor, I've never felt love. I don't understand love. I don't know what love is. Matter of fact, I grew up in a place where people were beating on each other. 
I, I don't know love. The only love that you need is the love of God. And once you grab that love of God, guess what? Man, that can then be what you give to the rest of the world. I don't know how. Yeah, come on. I'll help you out. Man, you grab this love, you grab this kind of love. Woo. But I didn't know it for the first 40 years of my life. So what? Doesn't mean you can't love today. Doesn't mean you can't love today. Doesn't mean you can't love yourself. Stop, stop, stop. The devil will continue to put things in your mind. I was a bad mom. I was a bad dad. I was a bad friend. I did this. I did that. You're not good enough. You're not worthy enough. The devil can either continue to lie to you or you can say enough is enough. Today I'm going to love myself. I'm going to push forward. And I'm going to let the glove of God, I'm going to let the love of God into my life. So that I might love more. The verse says, he says, and I abide in my love. To re- abide is this, to remain stable or fixed in a state. Abide in my love is what Jesus said. He says, as the Father loved me, I also love you. And that's where we need to abide. And abide means to remain stable or fixed in that state. He's saying, stay right there. Remain in my love. And you will never have to look for love anywhere else, y'all. If you abide in that, if you will remain right there, you won't have to look for love anywhere else. Because how many know there's people looking for love in a lot of places that they'll never find it? Remain in my love and you will never have to feel inadequate again. That's what he's saying. Remain in my love and you will never have to feel unaccomplished again. Remain in my love and you will know love. From here forward. Heavenly Father God, we come before you right now. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Lord, I know you're talking to a lot of people today. Because a lot of us have beaten ourselves up. A lot of us are contemplating a lot of things. I pray today, Father God, you would help us. Help us, Lord. The Bible says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, that he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And today, if you're watching this out there, and you say, hey, that's me. I want to confess my sins. I want to come before God. I need to accept him in my life. If that's you, I want to pray with you. Also, if you're out there and you're saying, hey, you're saying, 
struggling with loving myself. Struggling with loving myself. I want to pray with you. I want you to know that you are loved. Heavenly Father, God, right now, I pray right there where they're at. As they're watching this, I pray that, Lord, you would meet them. I pray that, Lord, they would know that they are somebody. I pray that, God, they would know that they are of worth, that they are authentic, that they're one in a trillion, that there is only them, that you created them with life and with purpose. And I pray right now even for those that might even be contemplating suicide because they don't know love and because they're trying to find a way out, I pray that they would understand that, God, they are worth it. I pray that, Lord, you would touch them right where they're at. I pray that on today, you would meet them. That, God, they would understand that if they're gone, their families would miss them. Because they are the only one. They're one of one. And so, Heavenly Father, God, I pray right now also for those that are watching that say, God, they need you in their lives. I pray that right now on today, you would set them free from their sins. They would turn to you. You would meet them right where they're at. In your name we pray. Amen.